Hello and welcome to Delightful. I'm your host, Lisa McCrowan. Delightful is where science and psychology meet spirituality and creativity to help you follow what delights your heart and live a life you deeply love. Welcome to Delightful. I'm so glad that you're here and that you're tuning in today. Today, we are all about this concept that I've come up with of energy units. It's this concept that I share with my clients in integrative coaching and psychotherapy. And I want to share it with you too, because it is a game changer for people. It helps us to bring more intention and attention to our everyday lives. So before we get started, I'd like to try something new with us. Take a moment, and if it's safe to do so, soften or close your eyes, put your hands over your heart or your heart space, and take a moment and ask yourself, what is delighting my heart right now? What is delighting my heart right now? In my day, in this season of my life? This week, whenever you're listening, maybe it was a kind gesture that surprised you that someone, maybe someone um, gave you some tea, brought you some tea at work, your favorite kind, or you got a letter in the mail from someone, or... Maybe it was like spending time by yourself. You had like five minutes alone drinking your latte. (laughs) You can tell I'm getting into fall mode here. But what has delighted your heart recently? What's delighting your heart right now? Take a few moments and name those. Maybe bring some images into your mind and heart. Mm. So in the background, I just heard (laughs) Sherlock like take a nice big inhale and then exhale out. And then so did the puppy that we're watching, my parents' puppy, uh, Sparky. And so (laughs) he did the same thing. It's so interesting. Our nervous systems are all so connected. So just notice how that little bit of just noticing the delights that are here impacted you. So energy units. I love this concept. And I, again, I've used it with individuals in coaching and psychotherapy. I also talk about it in the workshops that I run for different organizations and the consulting that I do. It, it is so awesome. So I want to share it with you too. So here's the idea because it's a, it's a clever and easy way to remember to be intentional about our daily use of our energy, time, focus, attention, care, love, creativity, and effort. So here's how it goes. We all have a certain number of energy units in a day to do our thing, to work, take care of our dear ones, 
grocery shop, feed the dog, feed the cat, exercise, go to meetings, make meals, eat, interact with people. I mean, all the things, right, that are in a day. So we have a certain number of energy units for all the things we, we do and we encounter it in a day. And the idea is that it's not an f- infinite supply. It's finite. It's finite. You have a set number of energy units. And each day, you decide how you're going to allocate those units, those micro choices that we have in a day. So the micro ones, as well as the, the big decisions, energy unit experiences that impact your well-being, your productivity, your connections, helps you to further your goals. So this idea is that we can help us to manage our energy wisely, this concept of energy units. So let's, let's talk about a typical day. You wake up with a certain number of energy units. Let's say that's 100 because you're feeling good, life is going well, you're not sick, it's just you, you're no one around you is sick, you're doing well, like life is flowing. You got 100 energy units. And then throughout the day, various activities consume those units, like from going to work or maybe you're a student and going to class. And let's say going to work takes up like 60 energy units. Wasn't really a tough day, it's just, but it takes up 60 energy units. So now you have 40 energy units. So then maybe you want to get in a workout and that uses up 10 or 20 energy units. Maybe then you have to go and cook dinner and that takes up five, 10 energy units, energy units. You have to interact with people that takes up some more energy units. So the idea is that there are experiences in our day that take up energy units and we want to be conscious of how we use them. So that like we're not completely depleted at the end of the day, that maybe we even still have some remaining energy units available to us. Now, throw in there too self-care and caring for others. And you can see that energy units can be easily used up. Okay, so to take this a little bit deeper and to conceptualize this, Let me share some of the questions that clients have posed to me when I've shared with them about this idea of energy units. A client has asked me, can you get back energy units in a day? Can you get back energy units in a day? Well, let's put it this way. No matter what you do in a day, you're expending energy like like a device. So A device like your iPhone, your smartphone, just being on uses the battery. Maybe it doesn't use as much of the battery and as quickly when it's just on and we're not really using it because we're not playing videos or looking stuff up online or texting a lot or calling a lot. It's not going to use it as quickly as as if we're watching like me, like watching suits on, on your phone. It's going to use the battery less, but it's or more slowly, but it's going to still use the battery. Like, for example, have you ever been out shopping, like, let's say at Costco or Target, 
and your phone is like on 10% or 5% or you're out on a run and you're working out and your phone dies, like that particular day, you might have been on your phone a lot more and the battery just didn't last until the end of the day. Or sometimes, now this rarely happens to me, but on those days when you get to the end of your day and you see that the the little battery life signal on your phone and it's like at 70 or 80%, like you just didn't use as much that day. The thing is, is it still needs to recharge so it is fully ready for the next day. So the idea is that, again, we're using battery life. We are expending energy in our day. And we also need to recharge to start off the day, the next day with with a full battery or our full energy units. It's it's like this the same for us, like just as a phone. We expend energy units in a day. And different activities and different choices and how we respond to the things that happen in life and where we choose to put our energy and if we choose to care for ourselves and how we choose to respond to what happens, that's going to have an impact on how many energy units we have at the end of the day and also how we use the quality of using those energy units in a day. So another question that a client has asked me that might help us here. I've been asked, well, I don't always get to choose how to allocate my energy units. Like some stuff just happens. What do I do about my energy units when, like for example, I wasn't anticipating having a tough team meeting at work. Or some other examples I've heard, you know, like a child wakes up sick or you wake up not feeling well or you have a difficult conversation with a colleague and it leaves you stressed out or you got a new deadline or you have a child with special needs and they are having a tough day or you've had a stressful IEP meeting at school. Or your mom has dementia and you got a call from the nursing home that she's having a hard time and having some issues and you got to go and figure out what needs to happen, a, a different level of care. I mean, it's it's a lot. Or, or just simply you're going to work on the days that you're commuting into work and there's a traffic jam and you're late getting to work. So yes, what about the fact that we don't always get to choose how we allocate our energy units because some stuff happens. Well, yes, stuff happens. There's another four-letter word there that we sometimes use. Stuff happens. Stuff you can't control. Stuff we can't foresee. I mean, you could be the best planner of energy units and still life is going to surprise you. So, we have to be conscious of, or the invitation is here for you to be conscious of how to then reallocate those energy units, to pivot when those things happen, when things surprise us, when new stuff comes in that we weren't expecting, how to reallocate those energy units. It's, it's like a savings account and you're a homeowner. Let's say your water heater goes out. Well, 
you'll have to put up about a thousand dollars or so to replace your water heater. You need a water heater. Okay, so that's a thousand dollars less you have for something else in your budget. Groceries, a vacation. I mean, so when you put out that thousand dollars that you weren't necessarily expecting, maybe we're not going to get into budgeting, but maybe you at least had some you knew that that could be a possibility with different things in your home. And so you have a little fun there, but it, it drains something and you have to rethink how you're going to spend money in order to stick to your budget and, and, and stay on your savings goals. So we get that. So things are going to happen. Stuff is going to happen. And we have to re, we have to pivot and decide, be conscious of how we want to reallocate those energy units. Here's something else. What happens if we don't, a a client has asked me, well, what if we don't wake up with 100 energy units? So get this. Right now, we are puppy sitting for my parents while they are on a pilgrimage in France. Like I'm so excited for them. And we're watching their puppy, Sparky. And we also have a house guest for two weeks, my best buddy, Maria. Fall, where I'm in fall right now as I'm recording this, or the beginning of fall, fall is coming. We're in the fall season, the semester, and fall and spring are our really, really full seasons. I mean, so much is starting up. Um, There's band stuff. There's different clubs my kids are getting involved in. There's soccer practices, soccer games, roughing, um, homework things to do. Right now, uh, our son, our oldest kiddo, is in his junior year, and he has a rigorous academic load. He's applying for different honor societies, trying to figure out college, all the things. So those are some of my givens right now in this very moment, this week, and also in this semester. And so the other night, uh, or in the middle of the night, Sparky woke me up in the middle of a dream at like 4.20, somewhere in there. And I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, what? And so I was so off. I had, I woke up then and started my day with a heck of a lot fewer, heck of a fewer energy units than 100 because I was so, I was just off. Let's say it was like 90 energy units or 80, I don't know. And so I started off with fewer energy units. So everyone has stuff. Some of it in some seasons of our lives is going to be heavier or bigger. Some of it is just, the, it's going to feel like we're really busy and it's full or, we're, or it's fragmented. I mean, all of us have different seasons of stuff in our lives. So what happens when you you may not wake up with a fully charged battery or with 100, 100 energy units? Maybe you wake up with 80 or 90. The question, the invitation I, I want to pose to you is asking yourself, so how am I going to care for myself, regard myself, honor myself, with the energy units that I do have. How are you going to talk to yourself? 
how are you going to talk to yourself? Like even the way that we talk ourselves to ourselves has an impact on how many energy units are used up. Like, what are you going to ask of your body today? The different kind of asks we have of our body take different kinds of energy units. Will you give yourself a brain break, a sensory break? I hear from so many people about how our nervous systems are overwhelmed. You can go back to just the episode right before this where I talked about working with the a life back approach to working with the overwhelm that we experience goes a little bit deeper and goes into a whole, whole, whole episode about it. And today I feel like this is almost a continuation, um, a part two of working with overwhelm. Being aware of our energy units can really help to bring back the sense of agency in how overwhelmed we are or how much we are flourishing. I want to share in a moment about a few things that I'm doing that help with my allocation of energy units. But first, I want to read you a poem called Leisure Time, Leisure Time, which gets into the boundaries that we need to have, the self-regard we can have in order to reserve some energy units for our well-being and to have the sense of agency, which I talk about with my clients. Oh, I love that. The sense of agency that we have within the givens of our lives to lead lives that we deeply love. So let me share this poem called Leisure Time. Leisure Time. Let me get it up here for us. Fiercely protect your leisure time unapologetically create spaciousness in your life and schedule. When someone asks, what are you doing? Say, nothing. When they ask, what do you mean? Say, literally nothing. I'm just being. I do it every day at this time for 15 minutes at least. And when they ask, or when they say, that must be nice. I wish I could do that. Say, you can. Now, I think I shared this poem just in the previous episode. So it must be coming up that we really need these boundaries around our well-being. Like this line of fiercely protect your leisure time unapologetically create spaciousness in your life and schedule. Now, this goes against the culture of, that I talked about in episode 55 of hurry, hustle, more, bigger. This is like putting our hand up and saying, ah, uh-uh, no, not now, world. This matters. The this being this moment for you to luxuriate in something that is so nourishing for you. Let me share with you a few things that I'm doing, and this might inspire you then. It might get get some of those creative juices flowing. 
So some of the things that I do to protect my energy units, oh, I get so excited talking to you all about this, is it something that I'm very conscious of. Okay, something new that I've been doing that came out of my time visiting my sister in San Francisco, and that is in episode 53. Mm. I have a morning tea latte. Now, I wish I could, I like coffee, but even decaf is too much for my system. So I need an herbal, good nourishing tea and I make it into a latte. And this is my signal to just be with myself. So sometimes that's right away in the morning as like right now with the given of taking care of the puppy, of taking care of Sparky. And then of course, then Sherlock and everybody wants to be fed at the same time, like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, so it's the given. I'm up. I'm getting them out the door, go to the bathroom outside, come back in, feed them. I'm like, whoo, latte time, baby. Latte time, baby. That is one of the morning things that I do just slow down that allocation of energy units. And I'm putting it into those energy units to nourishing myself. Throughout the day, I am aware of my breath. I got to do a whole episode on that the flow of my breath. I don't do anything tricky or fancy. Well, it depends on the day, but mostly 99% of the time, I'm not doing different kinds of breathing exercises. I am just allowing the inhale and the exhale to be full and, and luxuriate in that. I just bring my attention back again and again to my breath. And that has a way again of slowing down the energy unit allocation in my day. Really connected to the breath is posture. One of my family knows like the, okay, about posture, my good friends, like Lisa, you're the best posture of anyone I know. You always have. Okay. So, um, a picture came up on our Alexa the other day of um, I was, oh my gosh. So I don't remember how old I was that I can't do the math right now in my head, but we had a two-year-old at the time. So just a two-year-old and we were at the beach and my now teenage daughter, this picture comes up and she sees it and I'm under this umbrella with our son and she's like, mom, look, even back then you had good posture. <laughs> posture. It's this little micro thing this little adjustment in choice that we have, we have agency over, but how we're going to hold ourselves, a posture that we take in a day, and so that this breath can be full and uh, we get this right amount of carbon dioxide and oxygen flowing through us, that connection of posture and breath. And along with that, one of my bigger things that I do to like, again, Note that invest my energy units. I like that word. Invest my energy units in my well-being is I schedule yoga. I've been doing yoga on the regular now since October of last year. 
And oh my goodness, I cannot tell you. I just, I just was talking to my husband today and said, love, consider doing yoga three times a week and notice how much better your, your back and neck feel. So something else I do throughout the day to just reserve and to invest my energy units is I, I move my body. I might go and shake, you know, shake my body, whoo, like exhale, make some noises, get outside, even like close my eyes sometimes and just take a tiny nap on the couch in my office or do some yoga postures. I engage my body to move out some of the charge that I might be holding from the things that I've heard in a day, the the space that I've been holding for others, and just to come back into my own energy and to slow down that expenditure of energy units. Something else is staying close to what's important to me, like being with my kiddos and giving them presents. It still takes energy units, but there's something about naming that like, ooh, I am pausing right now to give even my teenagers presents who, the teenagers who like come up with one word answers <laughs> and like, how was your day? Or what's going on? Or how was school? Or like, what was exciting? Or what are you doing this afternoon? Like, how are you feeling? Whatever, whatever the words are, whatever the things are. One word answers are those things. Um, like, hey, you want to come outside with me for a second? And they might say no, but still it's like, give them a little bit of presence. That is it connected to a value of mine. And so, so I'm, so because the value is connection, that is very empowering to me. It's like taking back again, energy units from a world, a culture, a society that would want me to just keep producing, keep producing, keep producing. And like, oh, no, no, no. Presence um, with what matters most couple more things, some things that I do, and hopefully this is giving you some ideas and, and helping you think creatively about like, ooh, these are simple things that I can do to manage my, my energy units. I schedule delightful things. I schedule them because otherwise they're not going to happen. Time with friends, going to yoga, getting outside, going for walks, Right now, I'm also planning for things in my my 50th year, or I guess I'm in my 50th year, but when I turn 50 in January, and like I have to schedule time to schedule things for my 50th. <laughs> so I have to do that. I'm scheduling this weekend. I'm sitting down for just an hour and looking like, okay, so ooh, what feels good and wonderful, but scheduling delightful things. And then at the end of the day, I'm trying to do this. I don't always do it. Like last night did not happen. I didn't give myself as much time as I would have wanted to go up to bed earlier, wash my face, put on my favorite little skin cream, and then take out this awesome goat's milk lotion that I got from a local farm. Yes, goat's milk lotion. It's luxurious. It's wonderful to massage my my feet and my legs, my arms and my hands. That just seems to be what's called for right now, my body wanting. And so reserving energy units, like a good 10, 15 minutes. That's my goal. That's my goal. And since I'm saying that out loud, I'm going to do that this week of like giving myself 
that space of 10, 15, even 20 energy units, or no, no, um, well, maybe, yeah, gosh, that'd be awesome, (laughs) minutes to go to bed earlier and do my thing. That gets into boundaries, boundaries, like the boundary of that's good enough for today. That's good enough for today. Let me actually read this poem called Learning What is Good Enough. And it is from my book, Your Light is Rising. And of course, then it's in the evening section, which is all about cultivating peace, practicing peace. So here's this poem, Learning What is Good Enough. This is good enough for today. I will not put more pressure on these precious shoulders of mine or prod myself to keep going. This is good enough for today. A long to-do list still sits on the kitchen island. I didn't make that grocery list I planned on creating, but Jesus, this is good enough for today. I helped a friend make a decision to stand for justice. I hugged my children, fed the dog, planted a row of tulips, wiped the crumbs off the table and onto the floor, which fed the dog again. I saw a few clients, gave them my best attention and focus. I made bagel pizzas before taking my children to soccer. This is good enough for today. It's time to know my limits, call back my energy, And allow myself to replenish. It's time to do the most courageous act of loving myself with exquisite regard. Loving my body, nourishing her, and regarding her as a temple that has offered enough for one day. Mm, I love that. Oh, regarding our bodies as as a temple and giving ourselves the space to replenish. Saving energy units for self-care is crucial. You might choose to take a moment in your day to decompress, like a brief guided meditation. I have some on, on this podcast. You could look those up and, and use some of those at any time in your day. You could shake off the day by just, you know, shaking and moving your body. Someone just recently told me like they're putting on music and, and even within a minute and a half, their energy has shifted. Do some yoga. Take a moment and just read your book. Call a good friend, a good nourishing friend. Or just get some alone time holding your, your, your own cup of coffee or, or latte in the morning or lathering yourself with lotion in the evening. This preserves the energy units we have in not only in our day, but also in our lifetime. There's a concept in Chinese medicine that we only are born, we're born with a certain amount of, I'm going to say energy units, just to keep things simple. It's what we inherit from our, um, in our DNA, from our ancestors. And it's also based on like the, 
than the, the postnatal care that we get. And so we only have a certain number of energy units in a lifetime. And we can choose how to, in the things that, within the givens of our life, how to make intentional choices about how we spend our day, and then how we choose to respond to or pivot with the things that come up and with some of the givens and the stuff that we just have going on in our life that we don't, we just don't expect, plan for. But this concept of energy units can help us have a more balanced approach to our lives and our days, ensuring that you have enough energy units to invest in what truly matters and ultimately to lead a more fulfilling and sustainable lifestyle so that you lead a life you love and you are balanced around, you're, you're centered around this concept or this, this practice, this value of following what delights your heart. So energy units, I'll be so curious, I am so curious already, to hear how you allocate your energy units. Like what is one of your top ways of allocating your energy units for your well-being? Like, Let me know. Um, I'd be so curious to hear. And maybe then I can share those with other people so that we can, we can encourage one another and we can know that we're not in this alone and that we're contributing to something bigger than us. Like, I was hoping that in, in me sharing the, the ways that I'm playing with my energy units and allocating them and saving them and investing them, that then maybe that sparked something creative within you. And with all the people who are listening, like then maybe you go and you share um, how you're allocating energy units or you invite someone to listen to this, this episode. And so they're inspired as well. I do believe that then this is how we create a more compassionate world. If you'd like to support this podcast, you could leave a review on Apple Music. You could get my books on my website. And you could join my Delightful Divas, the community that supports this podcast. Thanks so much for considering supporting Delightful. Until next time, may you be delighted.